Welcome to Business Owner Shit, the Business Owners Podcast. How are you all doing? Today, we're going to talk about how to get more sales in two easy steps. Yes, just two. Yeah, that's no marketing magnet, by the way. We'll talk about those in another episode. We've got to get your magnets right for your marketing. This is how to do it in two easy steps. It's the two steps that lots of people miss out and it's costing them not just leads, but high conversion rate as well. So isn't it interesting how a lot of people go to marketing first? Yeah, we need to get more leads, Lewis. We need to get more things in. What you actually need is more sales. Not more leads is more sales. Yes, leads can lead to more sales. Of course, it's part of the formula, isn't it? Leads times conversion rate equals sales. Now, the challenge is that it's okay turning that tap on for more and more leads, but if you've got a leaky bucket and those leads are falling out, yeah, not converting, then you're not getting more sales anyway. So the first place to go is to fix those sales. And I'm going to give you these two easy steps. Of course, there's lots of other steps as well. Yeah, but these are the main ones that a lot of business owners, that when I talk to them and a lot of clients and a lot of their sales team are missing out on. So what is the Business Ownership Podcast? It's the community where we talk about real business owner challenges and give you the tools to not only overcome those challenges, but to thrive in any situation so that you can get more out of your business and achieve business success. And not just you, your team members too, your A players that's on that journey with you. And if you haven't got A players yet, well, we better be hiring them. But to hire them, guess what? You need more sales. You need more margin. You need more profit in the business. Yeah? What's the saying? Revenue is vanity. Profit is sanity. We're not talking about profit today, though. We're just talking about that revenue level and how to get that up. Some things that you may be missing on that journey, these two easy steps. Let's get stuck in. So step one. Well, let me start with the statistics first, right? 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. 12% of salespeople only make three contacts and stop. Only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Now, here's the interesting facts around that as well. Think of it this way. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. 80% of sales are made on the 5th to the 12th contact. And that was from a survey done by the National Sales Executive Association. Check it out. So what does that mean? It means follow up, follow up, follow up. No, it doesn't mean fucking follow up, follow up, follow up. Look, we've got to really think about this. And the reason that I'm I'm going with these statistics first is these are the two steps. Just to talk around these statistics. Number one. We've got to have the right mindset around what an act, what a salesperson actually is. Number two, we need to have a good process that if we want to get into the 80% group of where sales are made, we've got to have a process that at least has five to 12 contacts. That doesn't mean that you need one inquiry call and then 11 follow-ups, right? What happens if you do do that? You piss off the customers, yeah? And I say customers because what's a customer? A customer is just above shopper. A shopper will shop around. A customer, they're not there yet to be a client, yeah? We want them to start to build up that raving fan ladder, 
We'll talk about that in another episode, by the way. So we do not we don't want to be pissing off people here. So there's two sides of this, isn't there? There's the person that just goes and hammers the phones and doesn't care, have no not much emotional intelligence around this, hammers the phone and just does follow up, follow up, follow up. And the other end of the spectrum is the person that won't do any follow-up at all, and they're just order-taking. So here's the two steps. The number one needs to be a mindset. Mindset, oh yeah, we hear that everywhere, don't we? Just just go on LinkedIn, and the next thing you'll see is about mindset. Look, there's three types of salespeople. Imagine it on a higher on, on a ladder. The bottom of the ladder is an order-taker. They may say they're in sales, but what they actually are is, a, is an order-taker. How do you spot an order taker? They don't follow the process. They'll send out the quotation. Yeah. They'll um, receive a call and they'll just wait for the order to come in. So they're in that 48% of salespeople that never follow up with a prospect and also in that 2% of where the sales are made. So in other words, you're actually sitting in that 2%, 3% boundary. So if you're wondering why your conversion rate could be so low, then yeah, it's because you're only making one or two contacts. This is where the order takers sit. The order taker mindset is that sales happens to them, not because of them. Yeah. So what can we do about it? Well, the way an order taker will work is that they will, with their best intention, by the way, with best intention, but it depends about the, around the environment they're around. If you put a professional salesperson in there, the order taker soon starts to learn about how sales is actually done, yeah? Sales happen because of them, yeah? They actually do something about it. They take ownership. Sales happen when somebody takes ownership. The dangers of an order taker is, okay, maybe you may be in a business where your marketing does the sales for you. Great. But why don't we make this an and rather than or? What does and look like in your business? That's to have great marketing, that is making the sales for you. For instance, if I said to you right now, um, you know, would you like a Lamborghini? You know what a Lamborghini looks like and you know what it's what it's about because of marketing. You've seen it on social media, marketing, yeah? It doesn't take a salesperson to get involved to want to get you to understand what a Lamborghini is because it's it's out there. It's word of mouth. It's the images that we see. You see, the marketing has done its job. So if you go to a Lamborghini garage and go and pick up a, a Lamborghini, well, pretty much you know that you want a Lamborghini. So the salesperson, <laughs> they've still got to be good because they've got to convince you to part with, what, £150,000 plus of, of finances to get the vehicle. So that's where their sale comes in. But the marketing has done a really good job to get you in there already. What about if your product isn't a Lamborghini? What about if nobody knows about it? What about if they're just comparing your product to another product on price? Yeah. Well, you better have some fucking good marketing because that's not the real world, is it? The outliers, like the you know, with the, with the big marketing, the big brand, like you know, Nike and Adidas, etc. They're all they've, they've all got this marketing and they've been around for a long time. What about SMEs? Yeah, and I know there's a lot of stuff around there. You, you know, the uh, they ask you answer book tends to be thrown around by a lot of marketers all the time that they're just repeating stuff back out of they ask you answer. Look, great. They ask you answer. Fantastic. If you don't if you haven't read the book, go and read it. Absolutely brilliant in living up your marketing. However, they ask you answer isn't going to be the thing that converts sales. Yeah. It can help towards it, but it's not going to be the thing. And I know this because I've worked with a lot of marketers that repeat they ask you answer stuff 
And when I've actually gone and worked with marketers that don't talk about it and talk about real statistics and conversion rate and marketing, guess what? There's like a 600% increase. Yeah, this was from from an own, my own case study. Yeah, 600% increase in using the right people that know what the fuck they're doing. So just be conscious of taking on other people's beliefs. And this comes back down to mindsets as well, doesn't it? Your salespeople need to be around the right environments where they're getting the right information. Information that works. This is real key and I'm real passionate around it because it's not just the word, oh, it's mindset. No, this is really important. Think about them as an iceberg, yeah? Their iceberg, is it melting or is it solidifying into a bigger iceberg? We want to make sure that we're building a huge, huge iceberg that's indestructible, yeah? Can can go through anything, yeah? It smashes against another iceberg. It smashes straight through it. Order takers won't do that. Order takers will just go with the tide and, and float around and eventually melt away. So think about it. How are we developing? How are we building? What are your sales team learning? I want my fucking sales team to be teaching me stuff. Think about it that way, yeah? Real talk. Real talk. So mindset number one, the level one of mindset is an order taker. Level two is a salesperson, but not just a salesperson. If I say to you right now, think in your mind of a salesperson, what comes to mind? Yeah. Somebody knocking on your door. It's a relentless person. They've got the drive, but they're just going through the numbers and banging them out. Sales, sales, sales. They're very resilient want resilience. This is why it's level two on that ladder. Highly resilient people, they're following a system, they're following a structure, yeah? But they're not learning sales. They're not going out there. They're not reading a book a week. They're not learning from the best people out there. They're not learning psychology. They're not learning influence. They're just hammering, hammering numbers. So that's like running on a treadmill, burning away at different things, yeah? Burning away at the leads. And then guess what? They come back for more leads and said the leads were rubbish. No. <laughs> we want people that can take ownership. Now, nobody likes a pushy salesperson. Nobody likes a pushy salesperson. And this in itself, why is it level two and not level one? Well, the worst place to be is in denial that sales don't work and people just place orders. And that's level one, isn't it? The order taker. So at least for level two, They've gone through and they're understanding sales and they're on that journey for what actual salespeople can be. However, they're still missing a little bit of information. And this is where level three comes in. A professional salesperson. And a professional salesperson is somebody, a professional that helps somebody to buy. A professional that helps somebody to buy. So what does that look like? They think about what the sale is going to be. They think about the objection that's coming up. They work professionally with the marketing team and the aftercare team and the operations and the finance team, making sure that the customer is looked after from start to finish. I'm not going to give all the different steps and processes that can be put into place here, but just think about it for a moment. There's an array of stuff around the business that can help this person be a professional that helps people to buy. This is around educating people around this is what you need to know about this product and why, okay? Now, the rest of the business needs to support this because eventually, if you're overloaded with sales right now, you've got an operational constraint problem. If you're not overloaded with sales right now and your operations are, are, are kicking around, then you've got a sales and marketing constraint problem. And then it's about breaking that down. What is the process 
and where is the constraint in the process and how do we what do we do about it and this is where a lot of businesses will fall down because if there isn't a culture of growth and learning and development in the business that comes from the head down so right now can you have a conversation think about a bigger business can you as a salesperson have a conversation with your with your md or owners or whoever it may be that could really make a change on this have a think about it so as an sme you've got an, an advantage here where you can start to grow and coach and develop your sales team if this if you're a business owner listen to this right now yeah think about where that constraint is and think about breaking it down and a lot of the time it comes down to that mindset is this person a professional that helps people to buy are they giving people the right resources are they taking them through a journey yeah to making the right decision and sometimes by the way that decision may not be right for the customer so what do we do we advise them and and lead them to one of our competitors that is right for them should you do that absolutely you should do it yeah so how do you spot the difference a pushy salesperson would do everything it takes just to get the sale and then guess what and this happens a lot in, in not just uh in, in, in the client's businesses I see, well, it doesn't happen a lot in the client's businesses I see because we cut it short before it happens. It happens in their competitors. And what the competitors do is they'll push, 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 push for the sale and the commission. And guess what? It's like going and picking up your brand new Porsche 911. And then all of a sudden, it seems like it's absolutely fantastic customer service. And as soon as you're handed the keys, you're now dealing with the workshop that don't want to fucking know. This is what happens when somebody is a pushy salesperson and it's not developed professionally in the business. So what am I saying? Step two. Here's the second step. Two easy steps. Step two, make sure you've got a really good process. Is the process defined in your business so when you do get the right people with the mindset of professionals that help people to buy, the people that are learning, the people that are growing, the people that are bringing stuff to the boardroom table, yeah, you're, you're developing people, you're developing A players in your business, not just salespeople that are on a commission, people that want to grow and want to develop, then you need a great process around it too. What does a great sales process look like? It's measured, it's tested. We understand every step of that process and why it's there. So the steps of the process isn't just receive inquiry, follow up 11 times, yeah? What about if we had a fantastic customer sales process that had 12 steps or at least five steps in that process? Well, no, five steps isn't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Um, and the reason for that is there's no way that you can educate a customer to the level that you need in five simple steps. Yeah. I mean, you can do the five simple steps, but it would be broken down from a sales perspective. There would be a lot more steps in there of how that's nurtured and, and developed. We're talking about professionals here, and a professionals need a good process to it. Now, I'm not going to go into every step of that process, but if you are interested in talking to me about your sales process and increasing your conversion rate, and then, of course, when you've got a great conversion rate, where's the next constraint? It's going to be marketing. What about if we get your marketing to a point that it is part of your sales process? Hmm, interesting. What could be possible then? You see, I get really passionate about sales and marketing here because there's so many people out there that just think it's about throwing more leads in. You see them on LinkedIn. Business owners, business owners. You're on LinkedIn, right? You put the name business owner on your title. Guess what? 
you're going to start getting all the crap. And I get it too, because I've got business owner. Yeah. I see all the other coaches and people hammering down with all this, you know, this lead gen bollocks. It doesn't work like that. That is not the way this works when you're growing a successful business. Getting the right people in the seat. And what I mean by right people is the right people with the right mindset of being a professional that helps people to buy. Having a great process around it that measures the tracking of how people follow through that. And I don't just mean chucking it on a CRM, by the way. I mean, actually, how do we look at the constraint around this and we all get obsessed around it? Even if it was focusing on finding that one constraint once a quarter and getting obsessed around it, guess what? There's always going to be constraints in your business, whether that's marketing, sales, operational, whatever it may be. Yeah, it's just about finding that next constraint. And this is what I do as a coach, is I'll come and sit with you and go, hey, look, this is the six steps process of how we get a business that works and grows without you. <laughs> Let me into a little secret right now. That six steps process has a breakdown of multiple processes per every step. And of course, every one of those steps somewhere there'll be one thing that we can just go, right, okay, how would you write this process in your business right now? Yeah, that's a nine out of 10, Lewis. Okay, let me ask you some questions around that. Okay, maybe it's an eight. What about this process? What about this process? What about this process? Yep, it's an eight, it's a nine, it's an eight or a nine. An eight or a nine compared to what? Where you are now or where you want to get to? Oh, well, I guess if it's where I want to get to, it's actually a three or a four, right? What can we do to actually make that a five? When we're doing everything we can already, Lewis, right? What about if we're going to learn this, read this book around this topic? Okay, I'll go and read it. What about if you listen to this video? What about if I give you some information? You see, as a coach, I want to be a coach in context, not content. Yeah? You can go and learn content. We can go to a library. There's thousands and thousands of hours on YouTube that will give you content. But it's not the fucking point. The point is here is that we need to be seeing how it applies in your business. So the faster you learn, the faster you earn. And that goes for everybody that's sitting in your firm. Learn before you earn. Now, yeah, I can give you the content for it. And if you go and learn around it as well, we all get obsessed around it. The whole team gets around it. And guess what's happened to that constraint? It turns from a four to a 10. Yeah. And when it's a 10, the next thing that happens is that the big floodgate will open. You'll see increase in cash flow. You'll see increase in development. And then there'll be another floodgate that it's waiting against. So then we have to go and coach around that and get all the team involved. Sounds simple, right? Yeah. Look. These are the hard skills. <laughs> so you ever heard of so hard skills and soft skills? Soft skills is the HR stuff, the people element, you know, the psychology part. Yeah, let me tell you. The hard skills are only hard skills until people show up. The soft skills are the hard part. Peep, the business is pe business is simple, right? There's no other way of looking at it. Whether it's chat GPT that's running businesses now or whatever it is, you're always going to be dealing with people to people. Yeah, robots do not care. Robots do not care. They have no emotion around this. People do care. You're dealing with people to people, right? So when it comes to automation, the automation is just there to help you as a person deal with another person. So what I'm saying here is that you can have all the steps and all the process, but without that right people skills, right? The right way of doing it. Okay. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So you could go to a seminar and learn all this great stuff. Who's been to seminars before? Who's been to workshop? And guess what? Two weeks later, do you think you can recall all that stuff? No. So this is why consulting is great to get a quick fix for stuff. But really, 
we want to make sure that coaching is in place. What is coaching? Why is it different? But if you've got your sales team right now that can go away, read a good sales book, they can go and learn some, some nice thing from a seminar or a YouTube video that they've watched. They can go and have a meeting and have take some advice for somebody. And then guess what? Two weeks later, they forgot about it and gone back into the normal stuff. And this is what coaching's about. Consistent, weekly or fortnightly delivery, accountability, and ensuring that that one thing that is going to lift that constraint from your business happens and it's sustained. And when it is, the cash flow increases, the floodgates open, and then we go for the next one and the next one and the next one until you've got a commercial profitable enterprise that can work and grow without you. If that's the goal that you're after, some people might just want to make, you know, the next 10 million, 100 million. Some people might just want the business to just work without them completely. Everyone's got different goals. So there's the two things around mindset. Get more sales in two easy steps. Those two easy steps, right? No. <laughs> They're not that easy, are they? But they are easy if you just use it as a bit of a tip of the iceberg to start thinking about it right. I'm going to go into my office right now and I'm going to look at my 5 to 10, 20 salespeople and really start to track, are they sticking to a process? What do customers like? Consistency. Are they following a consistent sales process? And I can guarantee you, yeah, quite a large percentage of your people will be skipping steps in that process that you've designed. What does that mean? Yeah, those sales statistics start to hit in, don't they? It impacts your conversion rate because you're not making those contacts before or after they've seen the price. So the next one, why is it happening? Yeah, why is it happening? Why are people not sticking to the process? Is it because they're order takers or they're being pushy salespeople? Is there a lot of I know? What's the two things that stop people moving forward? Fear and I know. Yeah, fear stands for false evidence appearing real. So in other words, that oh, this may not work, oh, this won't work. Oh, Uncle Bob tried this when I, and he told me about it 30 years ago in sales. Yeah, it's all bullshit. If that person isn't learning and growing, then guess what? Neither are your results in your firm. And the, the I know thing is, <laughs> well, look, they're not going to learn or grow if they already fucking know it all. Yeah. So some th thoughts here. Two steps for you to move forward. I want you to go in there into your sales office and... Just be conscious of coaching as well here. You want to be moving for people further forward, not just going repeating what you've heard on a podcast. And this is where your coaching skills and your coaching ability is really important because you can lead people, to, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah. And this is what coaching is all about. This is why people pay Coach Lewis Hayden to come and sit there and show them how to drink, get them inspired, get them motivated, get the A players growing the business. Not to say you can't do it as a business owner. I mean, my intention as a coach is to give the business owner and the management team these skills so they can develop and they can fly without me being there. But what tends to happen is as the business scales and grows, there's always new managers to coach and develop as well. And there's always another level for the business owner too. Look, ladies and gents, I hope you found this useful. Got over a little bit of time, wanted to keep this to 20 minutes today. It was only two easy steps and we talked 20 odd minutes. Yeah, just goes to show the level of detail that can be involved in this. And again, if you, want, you would like some more help with your sales process, getting your conversion rate up, and then talking about how we start to turn that tap on with the leads, then you can drop me a message on LinkedIn. Just go and search for Lewis Hayden. And then you can search for me, add me, 
follow me and then we can start to have a conversation of the voice messages or dm whatever whatever your preferred method is but the main thing is is that you've got some learnings from this and it may just help you move that little bit further forward or your team that little bit further forward and that's my job done then but if you would like to take it further you know what to do so be great and have a absolutely smashing week with your new sales mindset and process